Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Conversations, where we look at the intersection of relationships, faith, and leadership. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Clark. And I'm Christian Harden. We're so glad you joined us. Welcome back to another episode. Super excited uh, there in this series of Coffee and Conversations, Christian, uh, because we're in Advent season. We're in Advent. I'm freezing to death. It's cold outside. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully where you're listening, um, maybe it's snowing. Maybe you decorated a palm tree. That would be cool. That would be awesome. I haven't seen that before. Send us pictures. Yeah. Podcast at kiko.org. That's right. (laughs) Shameless plug. We, uh, If you haven't already listen to the previous two weeks. Uh, we did start, we rearranged the order. Uh, Christian set this up intentionally. He wanted to start with love. And so that was week one. Mm-hmm. Um, great kickoff week. And then last week we reflected on joy, which I, I say last week, but we want you to go back and, and listen to those, even if you haven't participated, right. so to speak, or you're like, oh, I didn't listen, or I'm doing something else during right. the season. Just go back and listen to them. They kind of build on yeah. each other. And um, this year, uh, this week, I should say, what are we talking about? We're talking about hope. Oh, I was hoping we would. <laughs> I see That'd, be good. There. That'd be good. Yeah. It's funny that this is the way I, I you know, I, I, uh, I wrote the kind of like the, the list down of like going love, joy, and then hope. Hope is usually at the beginning of Advent, and so if, if people are listening and they're like, "Wait a second, I know Advent." I already did hope. Yeah, hope is like hope is week one. Started what are you with. doing? <clears throat> it's true. It is. I'm a fraud. <laughs> but <laughs> but this is our Advent series. But this so. is our Advent series, and we can do whatever the heck we want. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think hope to me is is all about the waiting, and so you've had to wait to get to hope. Mm. So, um, but you didn't make it last. I didn't make it last. So yeah. I think one of the neat things is just some of the resources that are out there. Yeah. We've talked about these in the previous two, but in case you haven't listened and you're just chiming in, um, man, we highly recommend going out and grabbing a resource to help you really reflect well during Advent. Yeah. Um, there's some books you can look up on Amazon. We love Jim Branch, Watch and Wait. Uh, we've given out a number of those. Mm-hmm. He's got a new book as well. I'm really liking that. It's a too. shorter devotional. It's nice. It's really good. Uh, Watch and Wait has the built-in questions and journaling. Um, his new one does not. So just look up Jim Branch on on Amazon. Uh, one of the things I know that a lot of our staff members are doing, and Christian, yeah, this might sound like a little bit of a flex. I've not missed a single day during Advent of Lectio 365. So this is an app you can download. And the only reason I can say I haven't missed a day is because I do this with my five-year-old every night. Yeah. So we do Lectio 365 um, together. Uh, Usually he is ending with snores. Mm -hmm. So it is a very, it's a very relaxing, um, helps you kind of wind down, uh, but it's chocked full of uh, from everyone from hymns to prayers of the saints that reflect on this season. That's super cool. Um, So are you doing that one as well? I am, but it's super cool. You're doing it with your, uh, with your, your son. Yeah. Levi's loving it. That's like built into like, he's going to remember that. We do it. We do it every night before bed. Um, So I'm not doing the morning one. Yeah. So I don't know what those sound like. <laughs> they're probably a little more upbeat. A little more upbeat, a little British. <laughs> uh, they're all that. <laughs> so I definitely would encourage you guys, though, get some resources. Um, there's books, there's apps. Again, there's there's Bible plans through your Bible app as well mm-hmm. uh, that you can do. But those are really, really helpful for me. Um, so we're diving into hope. And um, I think about I think about the scriptures yeah. that talk about hope is not something you see. 
Mm-hmm. That is not something you currently have. It is that longing, that desire, and expectation of what is to come. Yeah, um, you know that's what Paul, uh, the author of Hebrews, a number of writers mm-hmm. uh, talk about what it is to wait on the Lord. Even the prophets, yeah, uh, those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Right. Um, this is the promise of the prophecies of mm-hmm. even Jesus Himself, which is why we hope in this season. Yeah. Um, so, what does hope look like, and how do you how do you kind of frame that for yourself? Yeah. Um, it's funny you ask that, uh, this week we're starting hope with our youth. Um, and I, it's, uh, I talk the next two weeks and this week I'm talking about the paralytic man who, uh, yeah, was paralyzed for most of like the life that we would probably expect that he had. Um, and, and I always like to picture in that story that he's tried a lot of different things, uh, to kind of fix himself. Um, and almost was getting probably to the point of hopeless. Ness, yeah. giving up um, until his friends carried him. Mm. And to me, that is like, I'm, I'm that, and I love this story because in that story of the paralytic man, I, I feel like I am different characters in each. Like I can see myself as like potentially the Pharisees and, and different like parts of the year, a year or something. Or I could see myself as like the paralytic man or even the friend that is carrying someone that's like, come on, yeah, don't give up hope, man. Like, yeah. Um, and, and and it's so cool of like I mean you know the story they're what they're carrying him to it's like the friends didn't give up hope maybe the man did we don't know what the paralytic was thinking but I always like in different seasons I'm thinking I bet he did give up hope and in others I'm like no I bet this is like his this is like his last hopeful this mm. is his last effort was going to Jesus for healing yeah for Jesus to show up and I think it's so cool that the friends dig like I mean they destroy it. They destroy this man's house to yeah. get him there. Like nothing was going to stop them from getting some healing. They ripped up this guy's roof. Yeah, and and to me that is, that's like, I mean I think that's hope to me. It's like the waiting, mm. the waiting. You wait, you wait, and then at some point you're like, I got, I'm going. Like now I'm going. Yeah. Um, I think I think hope in its most extreme form is unconventional. Yeah. I think about the woman with the issue of blood as you're talking about that. Yeah. Um, man, she just she just has faith on top of faith. She has tried everything else. She has literally spent all she had. And I, there's probably listeners right now that are they're like, Man, I've I've literally done everything to trust and believe and to see change and transformation in this area of my life in relationships or finances mm-hmm. or with family or just a dynamic that's happening and it's like I, I don't know what else. Yeah. And I think that's exactly where God likes to do the impossible, mm-hmm. you know, when we have exhausted our resources and ability to see a solution. Yeah. Um, and then he shows up and it's miraculous. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, only he can get credit. Yeah. But to do it in community, like what you're talking about, this man's friends. Yeah. Um, picking him up. He can't, he can't get there on his own. Mm-hmm. He literally cannot do it on his own. Yeah. And I think I think hope in community is is really precious and not always experienced, right. because oftentimes when we're ho- when we get to the hopeless point, we find ourselves alone. Yeah. But if we will stay in community, I think we can carry hope a little mm-hmm. further. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in a community, like in a communal aspect of holding on to hope right now, uh, just with our youth um, here and some of our students just go visit uh, one of our friends' graves this past weekend, mm-hmm. and just like there was no agenda for the the staff member that took them, it was just being present um, and just kind of letting them interact and see where Jesus showed up. Um, It's the, 
I saw the walking back uh, on a cold night from ice skating this past Thursday, and this girl, who may be one of our toughest girls we've ever encountered, uh, be softened a little and like try to hold onto my arm for warmth as we're walking mm. back. And she's like a little seventh grader, and I'm just like, "Who are you?" Like it's like you're like when I think of like this girl, I'm like, "You're not like necessarily sweet, but you are because you've put up this act." And mm. so it's like for me, it's like I've been hoping for softness for this heart of this girl for like since really may so good and and i don't think i mean i don't want to like discount god but i think it's just like really it's a sweet nuggets i think we get yeah with hope hope is kind of like the really like it's like the first bite uh of like a chick-fil-a sandwich you know it's just like mm, so good i want to mention a little bit of where i didn't see hope this year yeah that's good um you know i don't think it's new to some of our listeners but we foster and we were in a situation where we had really worked towards reunification. That was the goal, mm. and that was our hope. And, um, you know, even I still have my oldest daughter ask, is it too late for the parents? And um, they are at this point when they've surrendered their rights. It is quite a different process if anything were to ever look different now. Yeah. Um, but what we were hoping for didn't happen. You know, they... the the baby is not going home mm. and it's, that's really been tough. I think I, I, we had so many other choices and things to think through because of that, but I had to, like, I couldn't, gr- I, I really wanted to just focus on grieving o- about one thing mm-hmm. and it was what we had hoped for did not materialize. It did not come to pass. Yeah. Um, there wasn't the whole picture of, of reunification in a whole family, but what do we do? <laughs> when what we have hoped for hasn't happened or now looks to be shattered and impossible. That's, that's tough. That is tough. That's tough. And I think we, we've experienced that maybe even with our students this semester of uh, a life lost too soon. Yeah. Um, not only were we not hoping for the, like the opposite, like we just, that wasn't in our periphery. We were not thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think too of this is a, a very relatable for me of like the prodigal son story and what that father's hope must have been. But what if the son? I mean, we know the story, but <clears throat> what if the relationship wasn't fixed? What if like what if this, he never came home? What if he never came home? What if he didn't make it out of the pit with the pigs? Um, you know, for mm-hmm. me, it's I think it's hoping it's been hope for relationships to be uh, a little different in my family, um, and I'm always surprised how they change and they don't really get better and they don't really get worse. They just change and they look different. And I yeah. think hope for a while since, you know, I made some tough decisions back in college, uh, that were good decisions, uh, to kind of forgive. Um, I haven't really like, it's, mm. you know, it's not actually really any different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and the hope there was that I guess it would be, uh, and at the end of the day, it's like, I have to remind myself, what am I putting my hope in? Is it mm. for, is it of this world and for people that, are broken to change. Yeah. Well then, or am I putting my, at the end of the day, it's like, I think that's why we hope for so long. Cause we're putting in our hope into something mm-hmm. that it, we can't really see or understand or know. Sure. I think it's, I think what's really hard for me is that, and I'm sure for others that are listening right now is that we will adjust our expectations mm-hmm. so that we're not disappointed mm-hmm. when our hope isn't met. And I think that that can be really dangerous. Yeah. Um, for me to lower the bar of what I believe is God's best 
in my expectations just so I'm not disappointed. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to get to that place either where I'm like, well, I'm just not going to expect anyone of any of my relationships or uh, out of life or in my career Mm -hmm. or wherever God's placed me in ministry or, you know, in situations. I believe we still keep the bar at what God's best plan is. Yeah. But our hope is in Him. Yeah. It's not in the outcomes or all the other people that have free will that are involved. Yeah. um, Which is, often the case where disappointment is met right, um, right, right. is all the other pieces and components that we can't control. Mm-hmm. And this is where our hope in God really is what's going to carry us. Yeah. Um, it is those who, who wait on the Lord, mm-hmm. not on met expectations, not on others, not on pay raises, not on, you know, an, a better economy, not on social justice issue, not on those, but those who hope in the Lord that will renew their strength. Right. And, I think that's where we recenter ourselves and say, this Christ child that came, this God that wrapped himself in flesh, we can hope and wait on him again Mm -hmm. in every season of our life, um, that he will not abandon us, he will not leave us. In fact, he has shown us that he he comes and he moves in, in ways and places forever now, in, in in ways that we never would have expected. Yeah. Um, that's so good. So we don't, we don't, we don't change our expectations. No. Um, but we make sure our hope is is grounded and rooted in Him. Yeah. Uh, even when expectations aren't met. Yeah, that's super good. And that's tough. That's hard. Yeah. It's hard, and so we're journeying that in multiple areas in our lives right. simultaneously. Yeah, it's constantly uh, spinning the plate or juggling, uh, um, uh, bowling pins or you know whatever thing that's that is hard and difficult. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I always think of my maturation of, of hope or just of my Christmas outlook since it is Christmas season. Um, <clears throat> I used to always, like, my hope was, you know, when you go to bed, you're you're so excited for the stockings or whatever. You go to bed hopeful, um, and you get there, and you're so excited, and you still open them. Um, as you get, as I've gotten older, though, my, my hope is, or where I find, and this will transition to our next week uh, for peace, is mm-hmm. my hope of the stocking has more toward has turned into peace in the moment of the people I'm with. Mm. Um, and, and so I really like, you know, this, this time of year, it's like, it's not about, hmm, that's you know, good. it truly isn't like, you know, it's just so cliche. It's not about the gifts. I mean, I really can sit and say like, it is truly not like it's, it's the people that I'm with that I love. I love seeing the expressions or the faces at, yeah. at the table, the jokes or the stories that we are told or we laugh about, or yeah. uh, just, you know, seeing people, uh, and even if we see them often, it's under a different context. It's like celebration. I don't know. I don't yeah. understand it. It's heavenly. That's interesting because you you segued from hope to peace. And I was thinking about that as you were saying that is hope is about future when you're saying peace is being content in the present. Yeah. That's really, that's, and I love that. Yeah. I love that picture. Um, so I, hope. Hope. I don't want to give too much away of peace, but yeah, we'll but get there. We'll get there. But hope is is the waiting. It's looking towards when Jesus shows up at the end of the day. And you were mentioning, you know, hope is hope is the Israelites not giving up on God's promises. Mm-hmm. And I heard it this week, someone telling me they're coming through a really difficult time in life and ministry. They feel like they've been betrayed. They feel like they've been done wrong. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm hol- I'm holding on to this thought that it was the wilderness that gave us the tabernacle. It was the prophets that gave us the promise. And all these things that carry us, mm-hmm. even though it can come through hard times and hard words, 
it is the reminder of God's faithfulness and that he is still leading us and there is beauty on the other side. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm just, I'm encouraged that even in the midst of whatever we may be walking through, we can be hopeful and it's not denial and it's not, yeah. it's not like, uh, you're not crazy. Bro. It's not, it's not the phrase we talked about last week of just choose joy yeah. that literally denies what you're walking through. It's, it's uh, being able to say, no, I'm hopeful. Uh, and it's because I can see his faithfulness. And I think that was really important for the Israelites. And it's important for us. How many times God tells them, remember, mm-hmm. remember, right. remember how many, how many different, um, Ebenezer's, how many different, you know, statue, how many different places of remembrance did they set up? And I think it's important for us to do the same. Yeah. To remember his faithfulness. Yeah. Moses had to go up the mountain twice to get the Ten Commandments. <laughs> so. Yeah. Cause he broke the first set. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they were super hopeful that he wasn't coming back down. Oh, man. (laughs) I wonder what that was like. Right. I bet that was tense. I bet it was. But it is those Ebenezer's. It's we, man, we just got out of, we just got out of slavery. (laughs) This man breaking these commandments that God gave him. Well, he's going back up there. All right. Yep. Uh, I guess we shouldn't make a golden calf this time. Yeah, we should. Is that what, was that lesson learned? We should put our hope in, hope in God that got us out of there. Oh, Oh, man. But we we're, we are so quick to forget yeah. that the one who literally just destroyed our enemies, the Egyptians who were chasing us through a sea, God did the impossible, and we thought Moses was crazy. Yeah. And now here we are. We're following Christ through baptism. You know yeah. the representation there. We've chosen to follow Him. He's done the impossible in setting us free, and yet we're so quick to forget what He's done. Yeah. We all are. Yeah, I am. We all are. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> and so every year we take we take a moment to to look towards hope of what it looks like for Jesus to show up. It's so good. It's so good. Any last thoughts? No, I think we said it all. It was really good. I liked it. Well, we want you to share with us just how you're remaining hopeful, yeah. um, not only as you're ending this season, but as you're looking into the next. Um, the leaves have fallen. Maybe there's some things that you're letting go of mm-hmm. and you're holding on to hope. Uh, share that with us podcast at kiko.org. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.